I'm Grantham Jones, and this is the Santa Fe Christian Athletics Podcast, a space dedicated to highlighting the stories of our coaches, players, and staff, with the aim of seeing how Jesus uses sports for his kingdom. All right, this is the inaugural season of the SFC Athletics Podcast. Uh, We're going to interview some amazing coaches on campus here at SFC, uh, and hopefully some uh, friends of mine. I don't know if I can call them a friend, but uh, our friends. For friends? All right, so our first uh, guest is our strength and conditioning coordinator, loved and feared by all. uh, More feared than loved, probably. Mr. Nick Farrell. So first question, uh, how much can you bench? Um, Enough. Enough. Good. More than most of our kids. <laughs> 99% of our kids bench less than me. Mm, that's Okay, that's good. All right, well, uh, with this podcast, we're looking to really just highlight some of our uh, awesome coaches and uh, people who work with um, our players and even players later on uh, so that we can kind of see how Jesus is, is working and, and moving through uh, the vehicle of sports on this campus. Uh, so uh, I've gotten to know you a bit over uh I guess the last uh, nine months that I've been here and mm-hmm. um, yeah and I'm just I'm shocked with uh, how much you know about strength I didn't know there was so much to know um, but yeah I, I guess just um, how are you involved at Santa Fe now just for people who don't know you so I've been the strength conditioning coach at Santa Fe for this is my fifth year I also teach health coach football mm-hmm. I've coached middle school basketball I've helped out with baseball so wear a lot of hats, um, interact with a lot of kids, but mainly with, with athletes. But, yeah, my title is strength conditioning coach. Um, yeah, that's my job. So I before this uh, interview, I talked to a couple kids, and, like, I asked, hey, what do you think of Coach Farrell? And just kind of, you know, read the poll. And I were, hate him. They were like, I hate him. No, they were like, <laughs> they said, uh, they were like, yeah, all of them had something to do with, uh, like, he he. He, t- he knows what he's doing. He makes us work out real hard, but he also, like, we're a little scared of him. So I'm starting to think, like, why do you think they're afraid of you? Is it the sunglasses? Well, it is important to have sunglasses that they can't see through because there's a sense of unpredictability, <laughs> which drives fear into their hearts, deep into their souls, which I love. And it's a good place to have them. So, yeah, it has a lot to do with sunglasses. <laughs> because I love you. <laughs> because I love you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just wanted to know, like, uh, how, like, have you been uh, seeing God working here at Santa Fe? Uh, I guess that's more towards uh, the end of this. I want people to kind of see where your heart is at and what you're doing. But uh, just in your life, how have you seen God use uh, athletics to bring you closer to him? So... It's a great question. Athletics has always been super important to me. I grew up in a really small farming community, big football town. Um, More cows than people? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, had, we had, this is a side note, but Williamson, Michigan has is home to the, to the biggest dairy farm in, in Michigan. So that's cool. So like six or seven cows or? <laughs> no, more like. 12, 13. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Any hoosers. Um, yeah, athletics has always been a big part of my life. Um, like I said, small town football is really important. It's much different than things are out here. Not to say football is not important here or athletics aren't important here because they are. Uh, but just a little bit different upbringing. Uh, I, I probably found my identity in football as, mm-hmm. as a high school kid. 
Mm -hmm. Um, But I had a pretty traumatic experience my junior year of high school where I, uh, during a football game, got speared in my in my lower left back, and it caused a uh, two lacerations in my spleen, uh, partially collapsed my left lung and broke two ribs. Wait, so was that like a was that a legal play or like the kid just put his head down or? It was not legal. Um, it was on a kickoff, and the play was over, and I was actually running off the field. And there is tape <laughs> somewhere floating <laughs> around, but I refused to watch it. Um, but, yeah, that aside, it was pretty severe incident, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know much about anatomy, spleen is a pretty important organ. It's uh, responsible for filtering your blood, so throughout the day your entire blood supply is pumped through the spleen and it filters out all the pathogens or whatever and it's fun to say and it's fun spleen. to say spleen <laughs> um any anywho um i ended up missing 45 days of school because of it Whoa. i spent nine days in icu i actually lost around 20 percent of my blood supply into my abdomen um obviously very traumatic experience but probably the turning point in my life mm-hmm. in a lot of in a lot of ways um i remember multiple times and it's funny because like i don't like telling this story but it's important every time that i tell it like because god is just all over it mm-hmm. um so it's a little bit humbling to always say it and then when i do tell it again there's always something i think of from that experience that i have totally forgotten about it's like um, reading the word Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's like kind of eye-opening every time you think about it. Like, oh my gosh, you remember that? But a couple of little like snippets that are really vivid in my mind from that experience were my dad's reaction because he was one of my coaches, and just like the uh, just how scared he was in his face. And he's a very he's a pretty tough guy. Uh, I remember that vividly, and that was something I'll probably never forget. And mm-hmm. I that I never have to be put in that situation with my own children or any kids here at Santa Fe because they're my kids too. Um, I remember one of the doctors, Dr. Kim, who was um, my attending physician during the whole experience. I remember him, two, two things he said that I'll never forget mm-hmm. is, we've got 20 minutes or he's gone mm. when I first arrived to the hospital which as a 16 year old boy is like, how do you respond to that? Right, like, you're playing um, the game you love. And yeah, then... I mean, pretty traumatic things going on. So I was probably in a little bit of shock when I heard that, but yeah, I can, I can see him now saying that. But also once everything had happened, by the way, I didn't have surgery, which is pretty remarkable. Oh. Usually they take out the spleen and you're just, you can live without it. But um, miraculously, absolute miracle, my blood coagulated on its own. It's a so big it word. it clotted, clotted okay. on its own, so the bleeding stopped. <laughs> gotcha. Um, which is pretty pretty rare instance for that to happen. Um, but once everything had been kind of righted and, and, and things were going good, I remember Dr. Kim coming back and saying, by the grace of God that you're still with us. Mm. It was a grade four laceration, which is the highest grade you can get on an organ um, uh, laceration. So pretty fortunate 
pretty lucky to have gotten through that. Um, but the following few years really were pretty arduous, arduous for me in terms of I had rooted my identity in the sport and then all of a sudden it was taken away mm-hmm. almost to the point where my life was almost done. Um, so kind of went down the rabbit hole of a lot of depression and anger and filling that void with not great things, you know. Um, went off to college and, and got into the, some of the wrong things mm-hmm. and recognized really though what the issue was and needing a change in my life. Um, so I transferred um, schools and I ended up actually playing football in college at a small school in Utah, Southern Utah University. And that's kind of that's kind of where I tell people that I, I found God again, which is kind of funny because Utah, you know, anything about the state is <laughs> run by Mormons, basically. I'm not Mormon, if you're wondering. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, uh, there, there was a transformation that happened to me in my time in Utah um, that has kind of led me on the path that I'm on now. Um, I remember going home during one of my summer breaks. This is after junior year? Yeah, this is, I want to say, my junior year at Southern Utah. came Mm -hmm. back for a couple weeks during the summer and uh, had an opportunity to go on a missions trip with my church um, with their youth group. We went to a um, small neighborhood in Chicago, outside Chicago, a pretty poverty-stricken area, and did some work there. Um, It was also... Uh, mainly Hispanic neighborhood, but I remember going to church with, with, with them, um, and really vibrant church. I don't know if you've ever been to a Hispanic church, but oh, it's yeah. very much like people are dancing and singing, and it's awesome. Um, but during the pastor's sermon, he he stopped, and for the life of me, I don't know what his sermon was about, <laughs> but he he stopped his sermon, looked at me, and called me by name didn't know mm. this guy I mean I met him briefly the day before but he he said something along the lines of you're meant to be a warrior for young people mm. you're meant to lead young people and so good um, yeah it really <laughs> is really awesome um, but yeah that was that was the, this whole ordeal that was the, the day where I was like okay like you don't get any clearer of a message or calling than that. Um, so really, like, that kind of brings me to where I'm at today. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I, I see, like, I, I see that in you, that you just, like, it, like, that's when you get the most fired up is when, like, like, kids are fulfilling their potential. Like, it's just... That's, that's it. That's my, that's my driver. I mean, that's why I do what I do. It's because I feel like I'm fulfilling God's call in my life to lead young people and strength conditioning, health class, exercise science, nutrition. Those are just my platforms to get to know kids, have the re- have the relationship, but just you know help them with whatever they're they're going through. Just do life with them, um, impart my wisdom from my experiences on them. Um, I think a lot of times kids at Santa Fe um, get caught in the bubble, like 
of like bad things don't happen, but that is, you know, obviously not the case. It's a lot about how you respond to those and seeing God in those experiences. And so that's kind of like a couple of things I try to focus on yeah. with, with our kids. That's so. good. Yeah. And I think that like it's sports is, is merely a vehicle like that God is constantly working through. And, I, and mm-hmm. I've only been at Santa Fe for a short time, but seeing how um, the conversations that spawn or like listening to Coach Wallace, mm-hmm. like when we first are at our, our, our football meetings in August or in or late July, and he says that pasta nights on Thursday nights mm-hmm. or you know, pizza and devotion on Wednesday nights are two, two events that we do for football. And he says, those are the best things that we do. And those, we aren't even playing football, you know? Yeah. And then I think Santa Fe just does such an awesome job of bringing God on the athletic field, onto the court with us. Yeah. Like, and it starts with the amazing coaches that we have. It's a priority. It is the priority in our programs. And yes, we like to win. We don't want to lose. But at <laughs> the end of the day, if we're out there and we're being a witness to our community um, and we're loving God and we're loving each other, we, we're winners. Like yeah, That sounds absolutely. cliche and kind of corny, but at the end of the day, it's absolute truth. Um, and that's why I like being here, being a part of it. So good. And uh, like with this podcast, what we're really trying to focus on is something that students and parents and uh, even our coaches themselves can uh, listen to kind of in short snippets and, mm-hmm. and get it, get a more uh, full sense of uh, the hearts uh, of uh, the people that are involved in Santa Fe. And I think that there's so much going on that uh, that's kind of what we're focusing on. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, just to wrap up this last thing, I, I'm if I can tell a little anecdote, I, I think that the feral wall is one, one thing that I've just tried to climb for so long to figure out just how I'd like to connect. And it's a very high wall, <laughs> many bricks. <laughs> but I think uh, one thing that I was, I was so shocked uh, was you kind of, when I was working part-time, you said, hey, uh, like, could you help me with this like strength and conditioning t-shirt thing? And mm-hmm. it was like something that we've done probably multiple times now, but when I was first, I was like, oh, really, me? Like, of course <laughs> I'll do it. Um, and uh, I remember on the back, it had that uh, verse in Colossians that says, uh, like, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart mm-hmm. uh, as working for the Lord and not for human masters. And uh, right. just like, how, how, how have you seen that just in this specific year at Santa Fe? Have, like. Mm-hmm. How, like just whether it's in coaches or, or players, just how have you seen that verse kind of lived out and manifested? Well, let me start off by saying it's such a hard and convicting verse. Even like just hearing you say it, I'm like, my goodness, like I am not very good at this right now. Um, <laughs> That's why you put on a shirt to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I think, especially living in San Diego, of all places, like we get trapped and the busyness and the craziness of life like I've never been in a spot where everybody always has 27 things to do and it's just like got to do got to do got to do and it's just checking boxes and I think we get trapped in that I get trapped in that a lot Um, so it's very easy to just put other things on the back burner but I think um, like big picture I think we at Santa Fe understand the important things yeah and investing our energy our time our devotion commitment to those important things um, 
because life is life and there's always going to be busyness and, and craziness um, but having the discernment to find what's important and investing in that yeah um, is going to affect every part of your life absolutely um, for good. me things are crazy right now I have a two month old daughter who I love dearly um, she's real cute if it, you haven't if you haven't yeah, met her she is the, <laughs> she is the cutest baby girl in the world that is a scientific fact yeah <laughs> um, proven but I would you know my prayer for her is that she a has a missional heart that's something my wife and I pray over her every night uh, B that she is a much better daughter of Christ than I am son of Christ mm. and I hope that I can impart uh, God's wisdom into her as she grows um, that being said having an infant during football season and also <laughs> being a full time student <laughs> I'm a little tired so um, I'm working hard but I'm probably not working as hard as I could at everything I do so it's convicting to hear that verse again um, so thank you for that oh hey thank you for <laughs> coming on and uh yeah i what a way to start this podcast and this adventure and uh yeah looking forward to uh just i don't know bringing you on again yeah it's awesome thanks for having me that was coach nick farrell for the rest of the season we're gonna be focusing on uh some great on-campus guests to hear their stories if you're looking for more on ssc athletics download the talent app on the app store or go to the sscathletics.com page also, please partner with our staff, our athletes, our whole community, and praying for our athletes. We all know that we all need prayer. Uh, and don't forget, God is good all the time. And go Eagles.